Hello and welcome to Can You Hear Me at the Back, the podcast about all things voice and communication. Hey Andrea. Hi. How are you doing? I'm alright. So, first episode. Yeah. Um, can you hear me at the back? Yeah. Exciting. Yeah. So, let's let's kind of introduce ourselves. Well, I'll be. ask you questions, you ask me a question. Okay, I like this. So, Ooh. we kind of... That was your boob on the stand. Sorry, listeners. Andrea's boobs. It's just getting in the way all the time. It probably will. They they deserve their own show. They should have their own. They probably do have their own show. They do. I think we've gone off topic already. (laughs) Bring it back, bring it back. (laughs) Okay, so, Andrea. Yes. Where did you grow up? I grew up in a place called Mount Vernon in New York, um, which is like, uh, I want to say it's like, 20, 30 minutes outside of Manhattan, the big city. Mm. Yeah, I know. The Big Apple. The Big Apple, which I didn't know it was called the Big Apple until I left. Yeah, I know. All those puns. <laughs> How did you not know that? Because it never came up. Like In I, your whole life? Yeah, no. I mean, it's just, it was, well, we have like the city, which is Manhattan, yeah. and then you have like, you know, the Bronx, Queens, sure. Brooklyn. But we, the yeah, you know the the surrounding areas. But like you, know, we didn't have, we never called it the Big Apple. We weren't like, hey, do you want to go down to the Apple? That was that would be no, weird. No, I kind of imagine that would be a thing. No, that was a tangent. That's kind was, of, that's nothing right. new in my life. But that's where I, I grew up. Yeah. So you grew up, and then mm. so I blossomed. What? <laughs> that's blossomed. what we can say. You blossomed. Like, this is just the video. This is just you blossoming. So. Um, what's your journey to like here been like voice wise or like performance wise and stuff? It was quite long. So I did performance when I was a kid, um, in the Apple. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) and, um, yeah. And then I went off to college to university and then I was like, no, I want to be a serious student. So I studied linguistics and English literature. Um, and I did some theater in uni, but it wasn't like, it wasn't anything official. It was just kind of like running around and doing shows and being in people's stuff. Um, and then I left and I realized that I was like, well, I really want to be in theater, but I had no idea how to do that. So I kind of just went to New York and did every job possible that I was qualified to do in theater, um, which turned out to be quite an interesting experience for me. Um, and I bumped into a voice coach, and I told her all the qualifications. I did. We I literally bumped into her. And she, I think she was like pregnant too. It was probably not good. But like, um, I bumped into her, and she's like, "Let's have a chat about life and stuff." And I was like, "I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Give me direction." And she's like, "You used to be a voice coach." And I was like, "What's that?" <laughs> and she was like, so "Oh, you never go, heard place, of go. No, no. I knew I wanted to be an accent and dialect coach. Okay, so you heard. Of I had heard dialect. of that because we did like a linguistic thing, and they were like. Well, when you guys leave, there are jobs. And we're like, what kind of jobs? And they're like, we don't know, but you could be an accent and dialect person. And I was like, cool, <laughs> I'll do that one. <laughs> Great. Very, yeah. Um, I was like, I'll do that one. And then I had no idea how to do that. And so I phoned this woman and she was like, well, she's like, most people do like voice coaching and accent and dialect stuff at the same time. And she's yeah. like, at the time, the um, Harvard University at the ART had a voice program that she had gone through. They do not anymore, I believe. And um, that was like the only one, I think, in the States that had like a voice program. And then there's one in Canada 
that recently shut down, I think. Yeah, there was one, yeah. So, like, that, and she was like, uh, she's like, other than that, like, I don't know where you can go get a degree for it. She's like, you probably should get a degree if you want to be, like, legit. She's like, but you could just go out and do it. And I was like, hmm, I'm going to get a degree. <laughs> but so I applied to the Royal Center School of Speech and Drama. And then they were like, well, you're kind of young. So, like, go out and live your life. Which <laughs> so I did. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> and um, I went and got my degree. No, no, I got a certification in teaching English as a second language. Um, I taught for a little while in Manhattan. I then got on a plane and taught in Korea for a year. Um, and then Central was like, "Well, I think that's enough experience. <laughs> like, come and come and join us wow. now." And I was like, "Sure." So I got on a plane and I hopped over to London. Just hop. Just hop it was it was a know. hop, jump, and a skip. <clears throat> so wow. my parents would say, "Yeah." Yeah, it was an interesting journey. So, when we met at Central, we did um, my second time. Talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Um, and one of the people that we had there was a wonderful man called Ilan Rishab. Yeah. And Ilan, um, amongst other things, is an Alexander teacher, yeah. and he's a acting teacher and a movement person, and like he's just kind of. He's a he's an entity in yeah. in and of himself. It's like an enigma wrapped in a mystery, wrapped in a, a little Israeli guy, <laughs> and he's brilliant, and genuinely really brilliant. And so he does this thing at the beginning of a class where he says, "Can you um, tell me how you feel right now in a in a sound and in a movement?" Mm-hmm. So of course, movement's not great for the podcast, but it is available on YouTube and you can see high high people viewing um, uh, you can see what we're gonna do so we're gonna do so we're gonna start the, the interviews and stuff and, right. the, and the podcasts right. with a sound and a movement mm-hmm. that express how you feel right in this minute right in this moment um, yeah so Andrea yes 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 how do you feel right now in a sound and a movement okay that's it. I was going for something really sophisticated. I wanted to do some snapping and hand clapping at the same time, but it, I was just too. Song. Yeah, I was. What like, I do now, but um, I got too excited. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. So you're excited. That's yeah, good. I like it. Okay, yeah, cool. that's it. Fine. Oh gosh, sorry. All my stuff is flying off. Um. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so that's yours. So that's mine. Um. So Leon. Yeah. Oh, we talked a bit about me, um, but tell me about you. So, where did you grow up? First? I grew. I was born and grew up in London. Oh. Um, oh what oh, part? Oh. <laughs> well, because like I wasn't born in the same place that I grew up in, so that that's well, quite fortunate for we're you. We're sitting here in my little studio, which is just off Brick Lane, right? Um, which is kind of home turf for me. Oh, is um, it? Yeah. So I was born at Bart's, so St Bartholomew's Hospital, which is within the sound of the Bow Bells, or at least it was. The bells don't strike anymore, which is the definition of a cockney. So technically, I know, right? What? Technically, I'm a cockney because I was born in the East End. Oh, wait, and that's the only definition of a cockney. As far as I know. Okay. I cool. mean, maybe a podcast about it. Hint, hint. So, yeah, I was born in the East End of London, and then mm. I grew up London, Essex border, northeast London. Mm. Um, and... Yeah, so I've kind of lived and worked and studied and been in London my whole life. <laughs> I've been to lots of other places, but I've never lived anywhere else. So you've only lived here? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, that's cool. Do you think? Yeah, I, I think, think it's, it's kind really of cool. No, it's really cool. Because I've never, 
Well, anyway, it's not about me. It's about you. Um, so, <laughs> so, um, so talk to us about mm. your journey into becoming what? Well, what are you? How would you define? Wow. <laughs> that's so. <laughs> that's so offensive. I shouldn't say that. So harsh. Um, um, how would you define yourself in terms of like your career? Like, if people ask you what you do, what do you say that you do? It depends who I'm talking to. That's true. <laughs> that's the truth of the matter. Um, so I have trained at Central twice. So I trained at Central from 2003 to 2006 on the acting degree. So I... That's just your... Re- like a BA acting or... BA really? honours acting. Honours. Oh, honours, sorry. We don't have that in America. I, I mean, what it. even is that? I didn't write a dissertation. So... You didn't? No, it's a whole other episode. Um, <laughs> it's not even I an need episode. to know that. It's just... No, it <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay. So... Yeah, so I had this degree and as I was leaving drama school, I was having a conversation with some pretty key casting directors who were like, you're a pretty good actor, but like, you've got no hair, but you're kind of young looking. Um, And we're not really sure what to do with you. Mm. I was like, "Um, okay. And then they said, well, you know, I mean, you'll probably work more as an actor when you're about 35 or 40. How yeah. old were you at the time? I was 23. Wow. And a half. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> cute. I still do half so ages. cute. So, like, yeah, I was like 23, maybe 24. That would have so, broken me. Yeah, I was like, what the hell do I do for like at least 12, 15 years? Like, what do I do? Like, that's crazy. You have a degree in everything. Yeah. And um, my voice teacher at drama school, Claudette Williams took me to one side and said don't worry about it come and teach sonnets tomorrow and I was like ugh I don't really want to do that <laughs> she was like just come and do it so I went the next day and I taught a first year class when I was third year I taught the first year's sonnets really the next day and did you get paid for it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Claude might have bought me a coffee oh well okay which is fine and yeah so i taught this class um some of the people in that class have gone on to really wonderful things i haven't but um (laughs) yes you have you're here with me doing this 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 is amazing i mean yeah so yeah so i did that and then she said to me like where'd you get those exercises from i was like from you she's no you know you've got this exercise and that exercise and then you've sort of mushed them together and created something of your own doing i was like oh okay she's like yeah for that <laughs> awkward anyway so I was like well what do you want me to well, what should I do she was like go and teach voice you you understand it you, you get it go and do it and then so I said well should I go and do the MA voice studies and I had a chat with Joe Winley who, who ran voice studies back in the day mm-hmm. um, well back in 2006 and um, he was like no he basically said what you what you were told like yeah. no 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 go out go and do stuff Go and fail, go and do stuff, go and... And then when it's, like, the only thing that you, you can possibly think about do, doing, yeah. then go and do that. And ten years later, I was like, this is ridiculous! I need to get an MA. Um, so, yeah, I applied to Central and came and did the MFA. MFA! MFA! Master of Fine Arts. A fine art. I mean, what? how fine is it? Uh, that's debatable. Fine, fine, fine. <laughs> um, between a master and a not. Um, 
So yeah, I think so. I went and did that, and I met you, and I met all the, our lovely cohort, and um, lots of wonderful people. So yeah, so I, it depends on who I'm talking to as to what I describe myself as. Yeah. So in the last fifteen years, I've directed, produced, written, performed, done voiceovers, taught voice, taught singing, all sorts of stuff. So it depends. Yeah, unlike who's asking. Yeah, and sometimes I just want to give the short answer, which obviously I didn't give right now. Yeah. But like... <laughs> I always give a short answer and then people just stare at me. And then they go, well, what does that mean? And then we, then we have to yeah, get into that. Yeah, if you say that. to someone, I'm a voice coach, they yeah. go, voice as in... And they always do this. Yeah. They always do the hand from the mouth. Voice as in... Yeah. Yeah, the thing that comes out of your mouth. <laughs> I don't know. No, you should just go, no, voice as in... <laughs> I forgot to ask you your thing. Oh, God, I'm a terrible no, interviewer. No, it's not forgetting at all. We've only just got to that. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. So, so we're wrong. My... What would you... Um, how are you feeling in a movement and a sound, Leon? <laughs> I like that. I like that there was a build-up to it, too. Like, you could feel it coming, and it was like... <laughs> and then there was the... Like so much of my life. <laughs> Stop it. No. You can't... You can't say that. This just got explicit really quickly. I'm going to have to take that box in the podcast. Is it explicit? No. Yeah. I, like, I thought it was funny that we ever thought it wouldn't be explicit. Like, I mean, we've kept it pretty clean so far. Yeah. Yeah. Except for that. Um, right. What was there? there was so like the point of the podcast, right? Yeah. So the point of, so <clears throat> we're voice coaches. Yeah. We're voice studiers. That's a word. I don't know. We're students We've, of voice. There we go. That's the word. And teachers of voice. I mean, I'm not good with language necessarily. Um, <laughs> it's not strictly true. But that's why I'm here. But sometimes word order. So like... Syntax is hard. Syntax is hard. Um, so we're talking about voice generally. Yeah. But not in a kind of... Oh, that sounds really stupid. But like in a voicey way. We're talking about it in terms of like how it is to communicate with other people, whether it's from a linguistic perspective, which you have so much more insight than I will ever have, but like whether it's from an acting perspective and performance and being able to communicate in business or however, whatever it is, and whether that's us talking to people who practice a particular methodology or a particular approach or a particular whatever, um, or even if it's like stylistic, I guess, like. Mm. There'll be loads of stuff that, and because we talk amongst the community, but there's no kind of abs- absurdly, there's no verbal podcasty kind of thing yeah. about the subject of voice, which I was a little bit shocked that that didn't exist. Yeah, because there are like subcategories of it. There are like people who do like accent stuff, and people who do like language stuff, and people who do like like theater stuff. But yeah. there's no kind of place where we talk about voice yeah like just voice just voice yeah and what we do with it as both students and teachers and voice users true which is a weird phrase like whenever we say the words voice users everyone like, is a voice user everyone's a voice user and then yeah. people are unless like, you're mute a voice user and then like, <laughs> yeah, yeah you just said stuff so yeah imagine if there's like a secret like handshake for the voice users I mean I think we should get onto masonic handshakes maybe <gasps> At some other point. I mean, I literally know nothing about it, but we could maybe yes. investigate that. I mean, we're not investigative journalists. We're but we could coaches. be. But we, could. we did a dissertation. We can do anything. We can research. <laughs> we can do anything. Can 
I can do anything. Um, so yeah, so we're really keen to, on yep. that note about what you were saying before, really keen to collaborate with people, really keen to like talk to other podcasters, other voice users, people who use their voice for the business, people who use their voice for fun, mm. voiceover artists, um, anyone really, mm. teachers, lecturers. Students, if you're having issues, I guess. Um, yeah, it's open to everyone because everyone uses their voice in some capacity, some way, shape, or form, and that's what we're here to discuss. Yeah. Basically, that's it. Quite simple. So, you can find us on Instagram. Yes. On Twitter. Yes. On Facebook. Yes. And, I mean, Andre's going to do Snapchat I'm setting up well. Snapchat. Because... I'm setting up Snapchat. I'm doing it. why not? I'm doing oh, it. And YouTube. You can YouTube. see us on YouTube. You can watch us on YouTube if you miss our faces. And I'm finding it really weird not looking at the camera. I don't know if we're supposed to or I not. I don't know if we're supposed to or not, but hi, hi YouTube people. It's going to look weird. And and this is obviously the microphone in the middle, but it, but the podcasters are like, what, the podcast listeners are like, what, what are we talking about? Oh, so, yeah, so you got to watch the video because I think I mean, we're just like a lot more. I have to, but like, I feel like the videos. I don't know. Watch the video. We'll see, we'll see. So, so yeah. Contact us on. So we got an email. We got a Twitter. Media. We got an Instagram. We got a Facebook, and a Snapchat. And you're gonna do a Snapchat. Yeah. I mean, why not? Sure. Yeah. Um, all of the links and everything will be in show notes, or they will be. So if you scroll down on your podcast app thing and just scroll down, it will have information on there. You can click on that. Hopefully, it will send you to the right place. I don't really know. I haven't worked it out yet, but we'll do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing on YouTube. You can just get in touch with us. Let us know. If there's something about voice that you've always wanted asked or answered, um, if there's something that frustrates you, if there's something that you kind of have looked for an answer for, but you don't know where to find it. We're not saying that we've got all the answers. All we're saying is we'll, we'll, we'll speak to someone who, or at least we'll speak to some people who might be able to answer that question. Um, or who think about it in great detail, yeah, more than we do on a daily maybe basis. maybe have written a book about it. Or a really important research paper or something. We don't know. Yeah. So it's... We'll kind of, um, yeah, we want to create a kind of community and a kind of, I don't know, like a resource, I guess. A fun, safe resource. A fun, safe resource? Yeah. Safe? Yeah, because yeah, we talk about safety a lot. <laughs> I mean, sure, so... please, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, fun, so, yeah. fun, safe, informative space, platform. Platform. <laughs> I'm going out worse. You this are is what I do. Stuff about <laughs> things that we've talked about yes. in production meetings. Yes. Okay. So. That's how you know it's working. Yeah, I mean, how do we end the podcast? <clears throat> Thanks for listening to us watching. Um, oh, realization. Oh yeah. Let's do. So this is the thing, right? So we're going to start podcasts with how do you feel on a word and a movement, and it's a crazy, yeah. voicey, stupid thing, and it doesn't really matter. But mm. It's lovely. It's fun. We enjoy it. It's fun. And then the f- end is going to be in tribute to another central person mm. who's a stalwart of central, who is Claudette Williams, the fabulous, wonderful Claudette Williams. Um, I salute you, hats off. Um, that at the end of a session, she talks about realisation. Mm-hmm. And so what have you realised? So, Andrea, in the course of our 20-minute conversation yeah. for this initial podcast of introduction and <laughs> ridiculousness... Um, what have you realized? Um, uh, that there's so much about voice and it's hard to encompass in just one simple little sentence. 
Very profound way. But sure. An observative way. Observative? That's a word, isn't it? I mean, it? I don't know. We're making up language as we go along. Observative. But this is the joy. Obs- obs- that feels like a word to me. We're just making stuff up. What did you realize then? I realized your realization. that... That there's... Again, there's like so much to voice that we don't really know. And like to try and encompass it in like a 20 minute chat is ridiculous, which we're not doing because it's going to be loads of stuff. See, you can't rag on me for having a very profound observation and then have the exact same observation as your realization. But it wasn't, that that was just my beginning. (laughs) Sorry, okay. I was going to ramble for another 15 minutes. No, it wasn't really. But no, I think um, that, yeah, I've (laughs) I've only ever lived in one city and you've lived in at least three. So. Four, yeah, if you're counting Four? if you're counting uni, yeah. Oh god, you're in Vermont. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like I've never left my own hometown. And Andrea is this well-traveled <laughs> person. I mean, I'm quite is that your realization? Is that is that, is that what you realize? Well, I think traveling I mean, there's nothing, is God. Traveling is very different from living. I will say that I'm a terrible traveler, but I'm really good at living in other places. If that mm. makes any sense. It does. I don't know. Never, I mean, I've never lived somewhere else for long enough. Mm. I mean, it's I've lived in cool. Spain for two weeks, sure. Oh, I would love to live in Spain for like any number of days. But anyway, was that was that was that your realization? I'm just gonna stick with that for now. I'll get more. <laughs> that you're not. That you're not I mean, I, I about <laughs> it's yeah. deep. It's cool. Stop. Okay. All right. So that's it. That's that. How do, how do, do we have a button? We don't have a button, do we? We don't have a button. We're, We're not just having gonna a button. Say, See you next time. See you next time. Bye. Love you. Bye. 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 Bye.